millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is now responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, friends, and as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a great day. Do me a favor. This is a new link on Rumble, so if you wouldn't mind helping me out by liking it, sharing it, help us get the people here. Rumble has this weird thing where you can either have a a live stream or a video publish on like your username or your channel and undoubtedly once a week i always forget to select channel so it's a bit of a cluster anyways we've got a lot of important stories to talk about not going to bury the lead we're first going to be discussing the usps ballot trafficking confirmation pennsylvania to new york We're also going to be talking about the mysterious sonic boom and crash of the plane yesterday in Washington, D.C., some troubling connections surrounding that, and I have a series of stories about the destruction ongoing of Democrat-run cities all across America. So hopefully you are living someplace safe, because for people in New York, Chicago, Washington, the list goes on and on. You are not safe. Unless you're gaffering on and you're strapped to the teeth. Do me a favor. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. 
Americans' motivation for fitness has never been higher than it is this summer. Because right now, a shocking 42% of Americans have stated that they want a beach body. That number surges to 75% among Gen Z women and 65% among millennial women. And many of those people are switching to a keto diet in order to make it happen. Now, what most people don't know, however, is you don't need to follow a keto diet to reach these fitness goals. Now, to help reach those goals, I highly recommend taking this amazing keto powder. It's one of the most popular keto supplements on the market because it helps give you the benefits of elevated ketones even without having to follow a highly restrictive keto diet. It's specially formulated with 100% pure C8, which is the most ketogenic form of MCT oil. That'll provide weight management benefits such as helping to boost your metabolism, control your appetite, and heighten energy levels, even without cutting out all the carbs. You can try it today for 51% off and get several free bonuses. Order now by going to my special website, ketowithredpill.com, or just click the link in the description box below. Once again, that's ketowithredpill.com, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. There, that's the correct one. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, appreciate you being here with us on this channel, Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and we have a series of very important stories that I had to bring to you. We're going to start off with getting a little weird because this story kind of made me jump out of my seat when I saw it earlier today. Certainly not the kind of thing I would expect uh, to uh, to find in my feed uh, and definitely not what this person expected to find when they looked at their security camera. So let's go ahead and take a look here at this video. This is a story about a woman who apparently caught a, a group of naked witches devouring a deer carcass in the middle of the night on her private property. Very, very strange. Let's take a listen. I just realized for the people at home who are uh, listening to the audio version of this podcast, uh, I should probably narrate. So a nurse named uh, Karina Stanhope found a dead deer in her garden, and she decided to place a trail camera nearby in the hopes of capturing any wildlife that the carcass would attract. And that did actually include this bobcat that you see on screen. However, once the lights went out, that's when things got strange. She was shocked to discover something far more sinister later that night. Two people with only rags covering their private parts, devouring the dead deer that she had in her backyard. Karina said, I don't know if she was kissing it, smelling it, or eating it, but to touch a decaying carcass like that makes me feel sick. I don't know what the heck was up with that. It really freaked us out. It's not something you see every day. And a lot of people mention skinwalkers and wendigos. And people commenting on the video on Facebook, I'd say it's a wendigo, don't go outside. She said she hasn't contacted authorities and hopes the bizarre event was a prank. Let me just say this. If I was to wake up in the middle of the night and see two naked women devouring a dead animal carcass in my backyard, 
I would automatically assume that they were up to no good. (laughs) And if I didn't shoot them dead in the middle of the yard, then I would call the police. I sincerely, sincerely suggest, I know she's in Canada, things are a little different up there, uh, but this is one of those opportunities. This is one of those perfect times where it is the right thing to do. You call the police when you find naked people in your backyard on a trail cam eating a dead deer. This is exactly what they're there for. All right, so very, very strange story. Now, moving on from that, we have to discuss the very recent revelation, the confirmation of ballot trafficking being performed by the United States Postal Service. Now, you may remember shortly after the 2020 election, a whistleblower who was a contract truck driver came forward to say that he had been hired to haul a trailer of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. That was in late October, right before the 2020 election. Now, if it was simply a truck full of uh, paper ballots, that might not be so odd. It is very strange that you would have that interstate ballot trafficking taking place. But these were not simply empty ballots. No, my friends, these were ballots that had already been pre-filled out. These were those additional ballots that needed to be injected into the system so that they could ensure Joe Biden won the election in Pennsylvania. And after the 2020 election, this uh, number of whistleblowers came forward. But uh, the gentleman who was working for the U.S. Post Office uh, was just one such whistleblower. Uh, We had one witness uh, of the shipping of these ballots with an estimated of 144,000 to 288,000 ballots, completed ballots coming across state lines on October 21st. Now, Runback Election Services, they are based in various states. Uh, and let's just say on the off chance the election commission doesn't do their job and they realize the day before the election that they have a, a need for 100,000 additional ballots. That sounds fishy to me, but I suppose it could be rationaled in that manner. But to have 144,000 to 288,000 completed ballots brought across state lines uh, just days before the election. Uh, That indicates that something untowards was happening. Now, this new information coming out about this case was made uh, public at a press conference by the Amistad Project and the Thomas More Society, who were the various groups that were representing the legal interests of this whistleblower when he came forward back in 2020. Now, the Amistad Project, for their part, says that they have sworn affidavits declarations from individuals that state that over 300,000 ballots are at issue in Arizona, of course, 548,000 in Michigan, 204,000 in Georgia, and 121,000 in Pennsylvania. If I'm not mistaken, Runback Election Services is definitely the supplier in Arizona. They are definitely the supplier in Georgia. I would have to go look it up again uh, to uh, determine whether or not they're also supplying ballots for these other places. But The Amistad Project is claiming that the evidence they've been able to gather reveals that there is, of course, a multi-state ballot trafficking efforts illegally taking place, and it's all being run by United States Postal Service workers in an effort to influence the election in at least three of the six swing states that we were paying very close attention to in the wake of the 2020 election. Now, that initial whistleblower included statements saying that potentially hundreds of thousands of completed absentee ballots were being transferred 
transported across three state lines, and there was the one trailer filled with ballots that disappeared into Pennsylvania. Now, Phil Klein, he is an attorney for the Amistad Project. He was the one actually leading this press conference. He said that 130,000 to 280,000 completed ballots for the 2020 general election were shipped from Bethpage, New York, to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They had the exact shipping route. They knew the printer, where they were coming from, and they knew that those ballots were in the trailer in which they were shipped in, and we now know that that trailer actually disappeared. Jesse Morgan is the contract truck driver who came forward uh, shortly after the 2020 election. He was also present at this election, excuse me, at this press conference, and he spoke for about nine minutes uh, regarding the ordeal that he went through. Um, If we go back to the time of his specific mention of what he actually saw, he said, I saw 24 Gaylords, one large container of cardboard boxes. It was all loaded into my trailer. These Gaylords contained plastic trays. I call them totes or trays of ballots. They were all stacked on top of each other. All the envelopes were the same size. I saw the envelopes had return addresses. They were complete ballots. There is absolutely no reason that completed ballots should be going from one state to another just days before the election. Now, how do we know that there was a cover-up here. Well, uh, I reported uh, not that long ago, I guess maybe it was maybe a year ago now, that Bill Barr specifically put the kibosh on the investigation into these ballots. Uh, Tony Schaefer, who is a uh, former intelligence uh, specialist, he's on Twitter, he's called Spooky, I think his name is, uh, he was working with some other people that I knew, including Nate Kane, uh, on the investigation into what exactly occurred with these ballots. Uh, and Bill Barr unequivocally got on the phone with them and said, put the kibosh on this investigation. We don't want to know. Uh, and there were others involved in this investigation, including a U.S. attorney by the name of William McSwain. Now, he is now a former U.S. attorney, uh, but he said, Attorney General Barr instructed me not to make any public statements or put out any press releases regarding possible election irregularities. I disagreed with that decision, but those were my orders. Now, he was a former Marine infantry officer, so of course he was trained to follow orders, and uh, it would appear that we now have confirmation uh, from the U.S. Postal Service that, of course, this ballot trafficking operation did, in fact, take place. Here is a report coming from the U.S. Inspector General for the Post Office, uh, and it discusses the investigation by the Amistad Project and the Thomas More Society, and more specifically, the the very allegations that were made by this contract truck driver. Uh, and they confirm that, yes, in fact, these ballots did come across state lines. Uh, they talk about the uh, very claims that were made in the media, all of the claims that we were talking about. I, I can't help but but notice that this report coming from the United States Post Office Inspector General is just coming days after YouTube lifted their ban on allowing people to discuss election misinformation, uh, excuse me, election interference and election fraud that took place during the 2020 election. Um Now, how do they know that this actually took place? Well, I mean, uh, the trucks that they run have GPS data, and they could actually track that GPS data. They saw uh, that uh, the the trailer had come from one state to another, Uh, and, of course, that uh, they had everything – that was contained therein. They knew that there were ballots on that truck. So now what are they going to do about it? Well, it looks like they're not going to do a damn bit 
of anything about it. They're just letting people know that, yes, in fact, uh, there there was uh, a truck full of ballots and it went from New York to Pennsylvania. What are we going to do now? It's 2023. The election's over. Well, uh, we can certainly try to make sure that it doesn't happen again, but I think a lot of people are going to be very pissed off. Once again, we have another news cycle and we have another conspiracy theory that has proven to be true uh, by by no stretch of the imagination. I mean, we knew that this took place. This is once again vindication for everything that we've been trying to argue for in the last several years. Uh, I want everybody to take note of this. And if you've got somebody in your life who still believes that election fraud or that uh, uh, voter fraud in, in any respect uh, is exceedingly rare, you can point to this institutionalized election election fraud, which is taking place at the hands of the U.S. Postal Service, who, who now has almost you know total domain over the election system because they control absentee ballots, they control mail-in ballots, and all such things. Now, uh, we have this uh, updated information coming from Phil Klein, uh, the man who was representing the Amistad Project and, of course, uh, Jesse's uh, whistleblower claims. Uh, and now that this uh, Postal Service report uh, on Jesse Morgan's claims has come out, uh, Phil Amistad is also not surprised. I mean, of course, they had witnesses at the time. They had all of those sworn affidavits. They had all of those declarations. Uh they were already aware that 300,000 or so ballots in Pennsylvania were probably not going to be legitimate. I mean, if they're coming in fully, like already completed, like, of course, they're definitely not legitimate. Uh, and so I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes and if there's going to be some type of an investigation, if there's going to be anything that happens. But once again, as I said before, I, I just I don't expect any real investigation into this stuff to happen under the current regime. Uh, of course, in Congress, there is the investigation into the Biden family bribery scandal. Um, but beyond that, we're not seeing anything at the DOJ. We're not seeing anything at uh, the FBI. I mean, these people are, are captured, 100 percent captured. OK, <clears throat> thank you very much for hanging out with us today, guys. I know that. Uh, people undoubtedly are going to be upset about this. Um, but in a manner of speaking, we have to look at the positive aspects of this. Uh, this, again, is vindication of everything that we've been saying has taken place here in our election system. It's just one more domino to fall, proving that we've had the moral authority this entire time. We knew that the election laws were being broken. We knew that this election was stolen from Donald Trump in 2020. And now everyone is being forced to admit it slowly and methodically. And as we move into 2024, it's going to be very, very difficult for the powers that be uh, to appoint Joe Biden for a second term. Uh, that's if Joe Biden even makes it to the presidential general election in 2024. Uh, let me go ahead and play you this clip of this Jesse. This all happened on October 21st, all right? So October 21st, I went into work as normal. I picked up my truck, uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I got my slip, my ticket, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a slip of ticket is basically something that it has the date, it has the time, it has when I'm leaving, it has all the information I, I have on it for that load. So I, I got the, my, my ticket and off I rolled to go to Beth Page in New York. I get to Beth Page, I check in at the, the guard shack out front, I go over to the, the, the door that he assigned me. Um, 
I get I, I dock the trailer. I go inside, and as I go inside, this is when things kind of got a little different. So I always see an expediter when I go to a place. I see them whenever I go to a place um, and whenever I leave the place. So when I went in, I gave her the ticket. She said, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? She said, good. She goes, guess what? Today you're going to be bringing back mail-in ballots. I'm psyched because I'm doing something to help out for the presidential uh, race. And little did he know until he got a chance to look at those ballots uh, that he was actually being made a party to institutionalized election fraud. Now, I want to give Jesse Morgan major, major props because he didn't sit on this information. He immediately sought out individuals and organizations that could help him get this information spread far and wide. Now, of course, People like me, many other podcasters, we had just been deleted right before the election actually took place. And that silenced a significant portion of the conversation online. It did not allow for the message to be heard. It did not allow for information about this election fraud to move at the same speed that it would have if it had been on YouTube. And now, as a result of that, we've been able to build these alternate platforms such as Rumble and and the Foxhole and Pilled.net. Great places to be. Major, major props for them. But my point being, Jesse Kelly has had his life turned up. Excuse me, Jesse Morgan, sorry, has had his life turned upside down in the wake of coming forward with these allegations. Now proven to be proof positive. Jesse Morgan was called a liar. He was called uh, a cheat. He was called every name in the book, everything but a white man. And uh, in despite all that, he did the right thing. I saw one of the most heartfelt interviews I have ever seen in my entire life this weekend. A man by the name of Raymond Hicks. He was a police officer down here in Broward County. And uh, let me see if I can. Now, this is not him. This is a different Raymond Hicks. Um, here he is. Here's his GoFundMe. Um, Raymond Hicks, he was an honest cop in Broward County. Broward County, you guys, uh, you probably know, it's one of the most crooked counties in the country. Heavily entrenched with Democrat politics. The sheriff's office and many people in the police force, not everyone, uh, are dirty. Uh, Ray was a model officer. He was an award-winning police officer. He devoted his entire life to helping kids get off the street and make something of themselves so that they could give back to society in the same way that he had. They put him on the narcotics task force. When he got on the narcotics task force, he witnessed his brothers in blue stealing thousands of dollars every day from drug dealers, planting drugs on people so they could get dudes sent away, uh, essentially maintaining the prison population and probably getting kickbacks. Anyways, He saw police officers breaking the law and he spoke up about it. And because he spoke up about it, the same department charged him with trafficking cocaine. Uh, They came into his house with 60 cops, guns drawn. They pointed guns at his children's heads, at his wife. They arrested him. They threw him in jail for a year and a half, five months straight in the shoe 23 hours a day, no sunlight, no ability to move around, just basically alone with your thoughts. They attempted to destroy this man. And finally, it comes out that there was no evidence, there was no drugs, there was no buyer 
there was a phone call and they alleged it was Ray on the phone call. It turns out it was one of his former friends in the in the police department that he had actually called out for doing illegal stuff. That guy, nothing happened to him, but they stopped Ray's career in his tracks and they they tried to destroy him because he was doing the right thing. My point here is it takes a tremendous amount of bravery and mental fortitude to step forward and say, I see something wrong happening to do the right thing and to blow the whistle when you are surrounded by crime and criminality and illegal activity. You see everybody around you doing it the wrong way and you're the one lone person. Well, Ray stepped forward. He's paid the price. All right. But he can sleep with himself every single night knowing that he did the right thing. This man is amazing. And I want to get him on the show here so bad so he can tell you his story now. He is still uh, struggling, unfortunately. Uh, looks like he's got to go fund me right now. Um, and, uh, and and the police are still coming after him. He's tried to maintain residence in uh, Broward County, but they've still tried to destroy him. They've tried to charge him with all kinds of things. It's always fake. It's it's retribution. My, my point, once again, being that uh, Jesse Morgan did the same thing, and he's had his life turned upside down. Now he's been vindicated. Uh, and so... I, uh, I want to say to anybody out there who finds themselves in a position to step forward and blow the whistle on something when you see it happening around you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having the courage to put it all on the line. Just like President Trump put everything he had on the line so that he could run for president, so he could try to save America, uh, just as so many other people have, trying to send this message as far as they possibly can. If you have had the mental fortitude to stand up and do what's right, I applaud you because I know how how difficult it is. I know how difficult it is because you're going to lose everything, unfortunately. Our system, our world is so corrupt, it makes me sick. And this is why I get up and do this every day because I want to blow the whistle on these guys. I want to show just how tragic this world has become. They have essentially destroyed the greatest nation on planet Earth. It's not gone yet. It's not 100% over, but they've gotten damn close. We are literally standing at the edge of extinction right here, and it is not time to back down. It is not time to stop in any sense of the word. And uh, let's continue on here. What's up, Clag? Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, thank you very much to uh, to Sean Joe uh, for starting off the gold pills over there on Foxhole. Uh, thank you to P Quest as well. Philly three six nine Garden says, "Cheers, great news." And TikToks, he says, "Hey, dude, I hope all is well down in Florida. Things are uh, doing really well down here in Florida." Yes, thank you very very much. Appreciate you, brother. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see y'all. All right, so. Uh, the ongoing efforts to expose the crimes of the Biden family continue unabated because we have some good people in the House uh, controlling Congress to a degree. Uh, obviously, James Comer is uh, is running one such committee. Uh, he is the one who is spearheading the efforts to expose the previous whistleblowing activities of FBI informants. Now, I might remind you, the FBI informant who blew the whistle on Joe Biden being a captured, uh, I guess, uh, bribed individual for the, the uh, nation of China, for the CCP, that person had been an FBI informant since the Obama administration. He had been used many, many times 
by the FBI, many times by other agencies as well. And James Comer knows that these uh, FD-302s exist in an unclassified form. The FBI has them, and they refuse to hand them over. They don't want Congress to get a look at these things, because if they do, then it's going to completely expose Joe Biden's entire racket. Well, there's been this ongoing back and forth uh, uh, attempt to get these documents from Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray has a- at times denied their existence. Uh, he has at other times admitted their existence and then said that he was going to get them to him. Uh, then he kind of took it back and he said, well, you guys can come in and look at them, but we're not going to let you see them. But now here we are. Uh, and Christopher Ray is still refusing to hand over these documents, which allege a massive bribery scheme that has been run by Joe Biden basically his entire time that he's been in office. And since just the Obama administration, we're talking about about $10 million that this one whistleblower knows about being sent through. And that's on top of all of the other money that uh, the Republicans in Congress were able to identify that were being run through all those various shell companies that were owned by different members of the Biden family. So finally, Congress is planning to begin contempt of Congress hearings. Uh, what this will do is compel Christopher Ray to come forward, bring those documents in. Uh, they can arrest him if he chooses not to, uh, but uh, I, I tend to think that it won't go that far. Now, it's possible it might, but Christopher Ray, I mean, you know, he's not looking too good in this situation. He's not smelling like roses. So in these unclassified documents, at least $5 million in a criminal plot is alleged that Joe Biden took place and took uh, uh, took part in. Uh, there are additional instances of uh, millions of dollars that have been passed through the Biden crime family. Here is a clip of James Comer discussing the attempts to get those documents from Christopher Ray and the FBI. We'll hear more as James Comer is now speaking at the Capitol. Let's listen. FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI-generated record has not been disproven and is currently being used in an ongoing investigation. The confidential human source who provided information about then-Vice President Biden being involved in a criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant who has been used by the FBI for over 10 years and has been paid over six figures. These are facts and no amount of spin and, frankly, lies from the White House or congressional Democrats can change this information. At the briefing, the FBI again refused to hand over the unclassified record to the custody of the House Oversight Committee, and we will now initiate contempt of Congress hearings this Thursday. Given the severity and complexity of the allegations contained within this record, Congress must investigate further. Americans have lost trust in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially and demand answers, transparency, and accountability. My, my, only, my only caveat here, guys, is that investigations are great. But at this point, we want arrests, we want firings, we want people like Christopher Ray and others at the FBI that have uh, stonewalled these investigations and attempted uh, to uh, hide evidence. We want those people to be revealed and we want them to be pushed out. Uh, obviously, with Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, impeachment of Christopher Ray, they, that may lead to something. But 
I'm I'm just not holding out any hope uh, on that on that front. I, I truly feel like the only way we're going to get a massive turnover uh, is when we elect new government, and that won't be until 2024. The investigation is not dead. This is only the beginning. It appears this investigation is part of an ongoing investigation, which I assume is in Delaware. The Oversight Committee will follow the, follow the facts and be transparent to the American people with our findings. All right, so uh, let us initiate some transparency, Mr. Comer. Uh, I want to see exactly what you're finding. I want to see exactly what the Biden crime family has been engaged in. I tend to believe that in the same way the U.S. Postal Service has admitted ballot trafficking from New York to Pennsylvania and back again, that we're probably going to learn that all of the claims we've made about Joe Biden and the Biden crime family have been 100% dead on this entire time. So we have confirmation from Christopher Ray that these documents exist. We know that they can be compelled to give them. We know that the FBI is refusing to hand them over. At this point, Christopher Ray, I wonder what is the point of you refusing to hand over these documents? If it's already been admitted they exist, uh, if it's already been admitted that you've been covering them up this entire time, uh, that you've been fake investigating Donald Trump, I don't know what the heck you think is going to happen. I mean, you're just delaying the inevitable. And maybe that's enough for you. Maybe that's enough. That's that's all you need. Lonely German says um, your girlfriend is telling you the chat is not on screen. OK, well, let me uh, let me try something because it should be. Um, tell me if you guys can see it now. Okay, it looks like you can see it, but it's not formatted correctly. Man, why does it look so bad? That's tiny. Okay, that's uh, that's as good as I can get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Ajax, I mean, I feel like I need more investigations like I need a hole in the head. The investigations have already proven to be true. I, I want arrests. I want charges. I want people to pay for the crimes. And I know that you guys do, too. It's extremely frustrating. Now, me saying that, please don't mistake it for, you know, being overly frustrated. Uh, it's a healthy level of frustration. This is the kind of frustration that I want the entire country to feel, to take a look at the current situation in Washington, D.C., and recognize that this is not something that we want to live through. This is not a timeline that we ever thought we were going to be involved in. Uh, take, for an example, uh, Lisa was just showing me the clip before uh, we started here today, but Katie Hobbs, Katie Hobbs being asked by Jor Jordan Conradson, uh, a majority of the nation believe that Arizona is a captured state in the same way that the majority of the nation believes that Joe Biden is a captured leader. Uh, he is not acting in his own free will. He is being paid for policy decisions by the Chinese Communist Party. So then that means that the Chinese Communist Party are really running the United States of America. And I hope that that gets everyone 
jazzed up in the same way that I am right now, angry enough that you demand something be done about it. Uh, we got to put pressure on these people. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, they don't care about you. Well, and, you know, I, I, I don't believe that a majority of us are actually contacting our elected representatives and doing it on a regular basis. I just don't believe it because if it was happening, then I think these people would be recognizing it. Uh, yeah, James Comer doing a great job. Let's keep it up. Let's do some more investigations. But at the end of the day, why don't you refer them for some charges? Um, Let's appoint a special counsel. Heck, hey, who's to say that that won't happen? Who's to say that a special counsel won't be appointed to look into the crimes of Joseph Biden specifically for these things? It, it could happen. It could come around in the same way that we've got other special counsels for other such things. Uh, I would say that we could definitely use it. Um, but until everybody is pissed off enough, I don't know that anything is going to happen. Oh, no, Ajax, no. <laughs> I know you were joking, dude. That's why I said it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, believe me. Believe me. I caught the sarcasm even through the text. All right. Um, so yesterday, did you guys happen to see there was a uh, massive explosion uh, near Washington, D.C.? I'm sure everybody did. If you were online, you probably heard about it. I saw people talking about it all over Twitter. Uh, I have a couple of friends who were in the D.C. area. They actually heard this sonic boom uh, around 3.30 p.m. yesterday, somewhere around that time. There was a uh, massive explosion that rocked uh, residents who were living in the vicinity of Washington, D.C., and there was this mysterious loud boom or bang or explosion. It was very intense. It reached all the way into Virginia, and it left a lot of people who were living in the area kind of concerned and puzzled about just what the heck was actually going on. Uh, now, it wasn't immediately apparent what had actually taken place. There were some speculation, because remember a couple of weeks ago I told you about that fake explosion at the Pentagon? Some people were worried that perhaps there was a terror attack that took place in Washington, D.C., maybe a false flag attack uh, that had been perpetrated by the kind people at the FBI or you know other federal agencies. But people definitely called in they they uh they made contact with a number of different federal and state agencies uh, across Virginia, Maryland, uh inside DC proper. Uh the police put in a call to the FAA looking to see if they knew anything about it. The Department of Homeland Security did make an initial statement saying that there was no threat, but they were not willing to actually uh give a specific reason for that explosion. Now, uh we do have some footage from a ring door. Oh, they deleted their tweet. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, I do have footage from a married couple who were filming a song on their uh, on their iPhone. Where the heck is it? All right. Well, either way, it turns out it wasn't a uh, uh, it wasn't an explosion. Uh, initially. The uh, um, Annapolis said that it was caused by an authorized DOD flight. Now, there was DOD flights going on in the area, but this boom was not specifically caused by it. It might have been caused as a result of those DOD flights. It turns out that there was a Cessna, uh, a small passenger plane that was privately owned, uh, and it was flying in restricted airspace. Um, as a, a pilot, you're not allowed to just fly over Washington, D.C. And when this plane was found to be flying in the area, 
of the White House and, and other government buildings, uh, they scrambled uh, a number of military jets to intercept the plane and try to determine exactly what happened. Uh, you can see here, this is the actual path of the planes. It swung right around. It went uh, straight in a boomerang back towards Washington, D.C., um, and uh, the explosion sound that everybody heard was this plane uh, slamming into a mountain. Now, this is a tragic and all too familiar tale. It appears that the pilot of this plane mysteriously passed out mid-flight. Now, uh, we don't know yet what took place inside that cockpit. Uh, black box has not been revealed. Uh, there has been no specific commentary uh, about communications with the pilot. It sounds like the interceptors were attempting to communicate with it, and all they could tell is that the pilot was dead inside the cockpit. Now, I, 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 there was also a bunch of other people on this plane. I guess there was like a family, uh, and and this family is connected to an influential Trump donor and also a member of the or a, a president of the NRA. Um, so there is some uh, interesting and troubling connections there. It begs the question: What about those people that were in the cabin? Uh, did the pilot have the door closed? I'm not certain about the design of this plane. I'm not certain if the uh, the cockpit was completely separated from the cabin of the plane. Uh, undoubtedly, there should have been other people working on that plane besides just the single pilot, and then the people who were sitting in the back. I, I would imagine that there would probably be at least a couple, maybe one stewardess or something like that. Um, but either way. Here is some footage showing the actual flight of that aircraft. Let me blow that up for you. And you can see it goes out around the ocean, and then it turns back around uh, over New York, over Stony Brook, New York. Boom, 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 and then comes right back over Long Island. And uh, goes over into New Jersey and Philadelphia. And then looks like Wilmington, Delaware, and then towards Baltimore, and very close to Washington, D.C., Arlington, Virginia, and then heads right out into the mountains where, boom, comes back around and then goes down, and that's it. So... The path that this plane took, I mean, it looks to me like it's fairly intentional. If the pilot was simply asleep the entire time, um, then, you know, how did he turn around? He must have been awake at that time. Uh, and what was his, uh, his, his final descent? Where was he actually supposed to be going? Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
active and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Um, the, uh... The report has not been revealed yet, but this sonic boom, once again, was the explosion of this airplane uh, flying right into the mountainous terrain of rural Virginia. A Cessna Citation crashed into mountain terrain in a sparsely populated area of southwest Virginia around 3 p.m. local time. Uh, it took off from Elizabethtown Municipal Airport in Elizabeth, Tennessee, and was bound for Long Island MacArthur Airport in New York. Okay, so in that case, as it turned around, it was supposed to be landing in New York, and then it just continued on. So he must have passed out at some time there. It, it, it begs the question, uh, was the pilot vaccinated? It's it, very possible he was. It's highly likely that he was. Uh, right now, we're continuing to have major issues with airplanes not having pilots to fly them uh, because they're sick from taking the clot shot. You guys, I've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back in a second. 
Americans' motivation for fitness has never been higher than it is this summer, because right now, a shocking 42% of Americans have stated that they want a beach body, and many of those people are switching to a keto diet in order to get these health results and set some goals. Now, to help reach those goals, I highly recommend taking this amazing keto powder. It's one of the most popular keto supplements on the market because it helps give you the benefits of elevated ketones, even without having to follow a highly restrictive keto diet. That means you do not have to eliminate carbs because it's specifically formulated to help boost your metabolism, control your appetite, and heighten your energy levels. You can try it today for 51% off and get several free bonuses. Order now by going to my special website, ketowithredpill.com, or just click the link in the description box below. Once again, that's ketowithredpill.com, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back. Um, so let's get into the specifics about who owned this plane. So it was owned by some people who are registered down here in Florida, Encore Motors of Melbourne, Florida. Uh, there is a woman named Barbara Rumpel. She's the president of this uh, organization. Barbara Rumpel is also on the NRA Board of Directors for 2023, and she served on President Trump's Second Amendment Coalition. Uh, now, the uh, uh, the plane as it flew over uh, at around three twenty p.m. when it would have been kind of getting close to Washington D.C. That's apparently when it was intercepted by those F-16s. Uh, they attempted to get the um, uh, the attention of the pilot with flares. They were unable to. I saw someone in the chat suggest that uh, there had been a loss of cabin pressure. I haven't actually seen that yet. Um, uh, from what I understand, uh, I haven't gotten any reports on that. If there is that information out there, I would certainly like to see it because it's a mystery at this point. Um, here is some really tragic photos uh, of the crash site from above the ground. Looks like they probably got it with some drones here. Uh, but here you can see the smoking crater inside the uh, Virginia forest. Uh, clearly, there was a fire. There are some pieces that have been burned. Uh, I would imagine that everybody who was on that flight died virtually instantly. I think that's the one thing that we can um, draw some comfort from. Um, but uh, this plane crash appears to be very, very suspicious. There is a possibility, and this this is why I suggested what were the other people doing. Uh, there is the possibility that every single person on that plane was uh, no longer conscious at the time that the plane actually went down. Um, if the plane had lost pressure, wouldn't the emergency oxygen tanks have dropped down? Freight Awakening says people outside of Baltimore felt the boom. No way a little Cessna crashing into a mountain is felt that way. They are lying to us. And how did he make that last turn if he was passed out or dead? No, you make an excellent point. And one such uh, uh, add-on to that that I was going to say uh, is uh, it it sounds more like there was some type of an explosion. Um if that plane was in like a death spiral, you know, then it could have naturally come around for that final turn before it hit the ground. Um, 
But it's very possible that those F-16s actually shot it down because once it turned back around and it was heading back towards Washington, D.C., it, it was an even greater risk to, you know, people in Washington at that time. Uh, here is uh, a news story uh, telling us just a little bit more information from the uh, cleanup site. Well, tonight we have new insight into the sonic boom that is making headlines across the nation. The FAA announced this afternoon the noise came when the Pentagon responded to a business jet that flew over restricted airspace in Washington, D.C. The boom was heard by thousands. Take a listen. Officials say F-16 fighter jets scrambled to the plane. to. So that that sonic boom could have come from the jets if they actually hit supersonic speeds. Uh, Let's say... Just as an exercise here, the the plane has been noticed at some point for some time, has been flying without making any contact with the ground. It's getting closer and closer to Washington, D.C., so the DOD gives the F-16s the approval to fly as fast as they can uh, to intercept the plane. That is a possibility. But from everything that it sounds like, the explosion, like the actual ending of this flight, is what everybody heard uh, when it comes to the explosions itself. Let's continue. When it failed to respond, the plane crashed in Virginia over 100 miles outside of the city. Now, officials say the fighter jets did not shoot the aircraft down. According to the FAA records online, the plane is owned by a Melbourne, Florida company called Encore Motors. Officials say the aircraft was a Cessna Citation, which can carry between 7 to 12 passengers. The FAA and the NTSB are investigating the cause of the crash. Okay, so uh, Ajax says Citation jets have pressurized cabins. I guess I took it for granted. I thought that all jets had pressurized cabins. And, you know, I'm not a pilot, so you know, I, I guess I don't know for certain. Um, oh, here is that video uh, from uh, uh, another individual. These people lived in Washington, D.C. You can hear what it sounds like from inside their house. Hey. <laughs> here we go. Okay, so they were in Fairfax, Virginia, so fairly close. Their entire house rattled when that went off. I don't know, uh, I guess, enough about sonic booms to know, like, what is a a reasonable distance that you can expect to hear one? Uh, You're a pilot. Okay, Ajax. Okay. Citation jets fly as high as airliners. Okay, okay. so Ajax, answer this for me then um, in the chat. Um, if, if, um, if there was a depressurization in the cabin, would that be enough to cause everyone, including the pilot, to lose consciousness? And uh, do they have the same types of safety measures that are a regular airplane jet would have, you know, like a passenger jet, Boeing or or an Airbus or something? Would uh, oxygen masks drop down? Would people have access to that? Uh, Would it be necessary if they lost pressure? Would they not be able to regain consciousness? Sonic booms do that. 10 to 20 miles for a sonic boom. Okay. My mom. I'm old enough to remember sonic booms. They were loud and unnerving. 
That's the thing, guys. We, we don't know if that boom was the sonic boom from the Jets or if that was the, the explosion itself. Okay. Yes. All right. So, Ajax, I'm just looking for that um, that answer on, on on what we would expect if we lost pressurization inside that cabin. All right. So the really tragic part here is that a family, an entire family was wiped out um, as it's a private jet that was being operated by that uh, uh, that that Encore Motors out of Melbourne. Uh, it was carrying the family of those people that I mentioned earlier. Uh, Barbara Rummel, Rumpel, her name was. Uh, she was contacted by the Associated Press. She didn't want to talk about it. Um, but uh, there was uh, another person who uh confirmed that this was their family. This is John Rumpel, uh, which is Barbara's husband. He confirmed that his entire family was on that flight and uh, that they were killed. That includes his daughter, a grandchild, and their nanny. Uh, yes, like the golfer Payne Stewart crash. I'm not familiar with uh, with that particular airplane crash, but okay, so people would lose consciousness or super combo. Hey, Guess who's back? Timothy Usman is back. <laughs> Ask the clouds. <laughs> well, I think the reason that people would automatically think like, hey, maybe this was an assassination. Maybe this was a message to uh, a major donor to Trump to stay out of the presidential race in 2024 is that they killed their family. You know, I mean, like this is uh, strikingly similar. I mean, what what do we know? We know that airplane crashes are just not all that common. Uh, and more often than not, they're assassination attempts. So, is there a reason that this family may have been assassinated? Well, it certainly would send a message to the parents of those people. Um, and uh, the Washington Post, this is a quote from the Washington Post, public aviation records said the plane that crashed was registered to Encore Motors of Melbourne. Reached by phone, John Rumpel said he was the honor owner of Encore, and he asked whether that plane that crashed was owned by Encore. He said, to the best of my knowledge, and his entire family was on board. We know nothing about the crash. We are now talking to the FAA. I've got to keep the line clear, so get off my phone. Uh, and here is Barbara and President Trump standing side by side. And, um, yeah, it's very, very sad. Uh, if the cabin slowly loses pressure, you slowly fall unconscious. Okay. Payne Stewart golfer crash. Payne Stewart. Oh, is Payne Stewart's a person? I'm sorry. I'm not like, I don't follow golf, but, um, Buddy Holly, I know Buddy Holly was on a plane crash. Uh, let me see. Payne Stewart crash. Oh, wow. Somebody else made that connection. Oh, look at this. Unresponsive pilot. Ah, there it is. I just saw it, guys. Loss of cabin pressure. Loss of oxygen in cabin may have led to Virginia plane crash, experts say. Uh, loss of oxygen as a possible theory. Oh. Well, of course. Uh, I mean, that is a possibility. But there's also the possibility maybe the... The uh, pilot was vaccinated. Um, certainly this would answer how everybody fell asleep. But now the question would be, was it a natural depressurization of the cabin or was this a depressurization that was meant to happen slowly over time so that everybody would lose consciousness and then they would go ahead and, um, yeah, and, and, and all die? 
Whatever hit him hit him fast enough to where the pilot really didn't have too much time to get on the emergency oxygen system. That type of aircraft usually has an emergency mask for the pilot called a pressure demand mask that actually force feeds oxygen into your lungs at 34,000 feet. You really can't move air volume in and out. Uh, Well, let me ask you this. Um, If if there was a gradual depressurization, considering the fact that, you know, if it happens slowly, then you basically wouldn't notice that you just fall asleep. Is is there like a sensor inside the cabin that would tell you if you are gradually losing oxygen? Uh, is there a sensor that would tell you that you're losing any pressure at all? I'm very interested to know whether the, or not that would be on there, because it seems like that's just like a no brainer. That would be so easy. That we will never know. All right. Well, tell me if those citations, let's do a search. Um, Cessna citation oxygen sensor. If this is a possibility, then why wouldn't they fix it? Why wouldn't they make sure that you couldn't lose oxygen slowly enough so that you could just pass out and die? I heard the pilot attempted to turn. Yeah, we, we I, I had uh, the FAA flight data. He turned once around New York, and then he turned once coming back. Who knows? Maybe maybe he regained consciousness, and he was trying to turn around, and you know he was already too low to the ground. And in a, um, you would have a huge headache. Yeah, probably. Yes, uh, everybody believes that that was a, a sonic boom. Definitely. Okay, so ah. Uh, United We Stand also is a pilot. Yeah, I tend to think, yeah, they, they were definitely intercepted. Oh, God. The the, uh, uh, the Q400, the SeaTac Horizon Air. Yes, yes. Rich, the Sky King. A pilot knows that the line is around 14,000 feet. There are mechanical valves to maintain air pressure. It has to have one to regulate proper pressure. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I think that basically we are um, we are at a loss when it comes to this. I mean, uh, I think it's highly likely that these people were assassinated. But, of course, we don't have any direct evidence uh, to state that. Also, did you guys see that uh, uh, Michael J. Fox was on stage and he fell and the the mainstream media is like, oh, my gosh, we're worried about Michael J. Fox. Joe Biden falls like uh, once a week and, and they're not seemingly worried about it at all. Uh, I just find that to be kind of hilarious. Yeah, so tragic stuff, tragic stuff. Uh, hopefully we will learn some more. Now, we have actually learned that Joe Biden was in the White House at the time. Uh, that could have something to do with why the F-16s may have shot this down. Uh, obviously, it uh, flew right over the White House, and uh, they ever, ever, the Capitol was put on yellow alerts, kind of like, do you remember the, the terror alert levels? Remember, you know, today we're at yellow, tomorrow we're at orange, then we're at red. Nothing ever happened except for the CIA sending anthrax to a variety of politicians. But yes, I, I, I think it's likely that if this plane had turned around and the F-16s had been unable to reach it, that they may have had authorization to shoot it down and uh, just take care of it uh, so that it, it wouldn't come back into Washington, D.C. 
so uh, everybody was put on high alert, but nobody was evacuated. Um, have you seen the Kids in the Hall skit about the Buddy <laughs> I used to love Kids in the Hall so much. So much. Uh, Cabbage Head? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I don't specifically remember the Buddy Holly plane sketch, uh, but I, I mean, I've got like a million different one-liners from Kids in the Hall running through my mind right now. For those of you who don't know, the Kids in the Hall was a uh, brilliant and very edgy sketch comedy uh, show that came out of Canada, uh, of all places. CKLR, I believe, is Canadian, uh, so that would make sense that uh, that you're a fan of it as well. I crushed you. I'm crushing your head. Do you remember that? <laughs> I'm crushing your head. That was such a great show. Mm. Okay, too quick. Yeah, CKLR, 100%. Uh, too quick. Also love the kids in the hall. Ah, Q4 Up, Q for You podcast. This is uh, an excellent connection to make. Uh, asks the question, do you think it has something to do with the sat phones? It very likely could. Uh, if this was a planned murder, if this was a planned assassination, uh, and, uh, I mean, the Democrats are the ones who accepted the sad phones. They they may have went in there and told them, hey, guess what? You know, we might lose comms here in a couple of weeks. This, <laughs> yeah, there is a high likelihood that this could have something to do with it. All right, so, um, unfortunately, God rest all of their souls, obviously. And uh, our prayers are with the Rumble family and, of course, President Trump and anybody who donates to him. Because, as we know, that can put you on a kill list. So anybody here from North Miami Beach, North Miami Beach, Florida, apparently it's a, a haven for degenerates and Democrats. Uh, so if you are a conservative American patriot living in North Miami, my heart goes out to you. But you can sleep a little bit sounder tonight because the mayor of North Miami Beach was just arrested for illegally voting. He voted three times in a precinct where he no longer lived. Uh, it doesn't sound like he was attempting to, like, cast multiple ballots. He just no longer lived where he went ahead and cast his ballot. So um, this is an interesting one. I like that they're going after him, not only because he's a Democrat, uh, but because he voted illegally. But, you know, I know that there are people out there who might cast a ballot in uh, a precinct they no longer live in. The question then becomes, did he cast ballots in multiple precincts? Uh, as it says here, uh, North Miami Beach Mayor Anthony DeFilippo, a Democrat, was arrested and charged with three counts of felony voting illegally. Uh, this is coming from the election that was just held in uh, November 2022. Every single one of those counts is $5,000 in fine and five years probation. Uh, however, they say 15 years in prison up here, a five-year sentence rather, pardon me, five-year sentence, five years probation. Uh, if they stacked them, he could get 15 years. So, uh, the state's attorney for the 11th Judicial Circuit of Florida, Catherine Fernandez, uh, she provided some details. She said, we believe the evidence shows DeFilippo voted illegally three times. Now, although I am trying to uh, perhaps uh, pose a scenario where something like this could happen without malice, 
it really doesn't matter because you're the freaking mayor. You ought to know exactly what's legal and what's not, especially when it comes to voting. And I think that this particular case underscores exactly what's wrong with America because these people don't know the law. These people don't care about the law. These people care about whatever's good for them, whatever's convenient for themselves. Uh, so back in August, October, and November, on three different occasions, he drove into a district that he no longer qualified to vote in. Cell phone data shows that he was at these various locations on the voting days, and they reveal his presence in Miami-Dade before he traveled to cast his ballot. They said, we in law enforcement take actions which violate our election laws very seriously. They are crimes. Today, we are charging Anthony D. Filippo, the mayor of North Miami Beach, with three counts of unqualified voting, willfully voting, third degree felonies. Uh, now, if we can just do this in every other place in the United States, because Anthony D. Filippo is not an isolated incident. Now, over the weekend, I thought this was this was this was a striking, striking thing that happened over the weekend. My guest on Saturday was not popular among many people in the chat. Um, and uh, it was uh, it was because of his message. Uh, I'm just going to distill it down. If you didn't see the show or even if you saw the show and you got angry, um, my guest's message was about unifying the Republican Party, and it was based upon a, a very simple data set. Now, I'm a fairly analytical person myself. I, I run like cost benefit analyses when I think about things. Uh, I try to make decisions based upon the most logical uh, possible outcomes uh, that would be positive, not only for myself, but for the people I care about. And uh, and and basically, my guest had uh, had Rasmussen do polling of likely voters in the United States, and uh, they did a number of different matchups with President Trump and Ron DeSantis as vice president uh, with Donald Trump as president. They pulled the highest among all pairings of any candidates ever. Now, I know immediately people are going to say, well, polls are shit. You can't trust polls. Well, Polls can be shit, but it all depends on the data sets, the samples, and the sample sizes. So if we take a look at a poll from the New York Times or the Washington Post or you know any other leftist rag outlet, uh, they're going to use a very small sample size. They're going to oversample for Democrats in that sample. Um, in a sample that would be done adequately, you're going to get a, 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 a proper proportion uh, of the population, you know, not only in terms of political affiliation, but like age and race and, and uh, distribution. So anyways, uh, the, the simple the simple premise uh, that my guest had uh, come to was that based upon the polling they did, Ron DeSantis as VP and President Trump as president, uh, that would be the most likely scenario where we could like definitely win. Um, now, a lot of people bristled at that idea. And uh, the other half of his argument was that you don't have to hate Donald Trump if you're a DeSantis supporter, and you don't have to hate DeSantis if you're a Trump supporter. Uh, those two things can exist at the same time. I'm obviously a Trump supporter, 100% behind Donald Trump. Um, 
And uh, and so just thinking about it logically, from my perspective, it made sense. You know, he was he was discussing unity among the party. Uh, and something I've said for a long time is that one of the reasons the left constantly is able to get one over on us is because we can't come to an agreement on anything. Uh, when somebody doesn't align with us ideologically or philosophically, we cast them aside. And too often, you know, we just throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's not a healthy thing to do if we're hoping to uh, get as as uh, as as much support as we possibly can. Now, it's getting easier and easier to make our arguments because, as I started the show today, conspiracy theories of yesterday are the news stories of today. So things are being proven just uh, virtually on an hourly basis here. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, there will come a time that Ron DeSantis is uh, is no longer running for president. Uh, and at that point, he'll still be governor of Florida. Now, you know, I appreciate the job he's doing. And he actually suspended this mayor that uh, was charged with three felony counts of voting illegally. Uh, so I applaud the good work that Ron DeSantis does. Doesn't mean that I have to like everything that he does. Doesn't mean that I have to like him personally. Um, you know, I am a pragmatist. Uh, I understand that there are certain things that are done and said in the scope of uh, politics and in political races that people just they just don't mean them. Uh, and oftentimes uh, they're only doing what is necessary at that moment. And that's a disgusting thought to a lot of people. I would say that probably everybody who's uh, watching the show right now, we believe ourselves to be honest individuals. The idea of changing who we are so that somebody different would like us on that given day, that just seems abhorrent. I don't want to change who I am. I don't want to change my personality. I don't want to tailor my talking points. I just want to be honest and I just want to go out there. And if I'm running for a political office, you know, I just want to be myself. Uh, I, I don't need the stress or the hassle of trying to tailor my personality to whoever the audience is. Um, now, you know, in a in, in a, a small manner, I mean, people do that anyways. You're going to act differently slightly around your your grandmother as you might around your drinking buddies or, you know, around your wife uh, and your kids. You know, I mean, people are, you know, there's different levels of comfort with people. Um, but politicians often do and say things that are laser focused for whoever their audience is. That's just the nature of the beast. Uh, and it's completely foreign to people like us. We we just don't behave like that. We don't have minders. We don't have people who are polling and who are uh, taking note of, you know, the latest trends and stuff and then making sure that that we latch on to them. Uh, it's like uh, like channels that will take like the hottest trend, whatever's the big meme at the moment, and then make a video about it because they know that people are going to be searching for that. That's just not how I do it. And uh I, I would not want to be like that if I was a politician, but I understand that politicians do act that way. Uh, and as much as I love Donald Trump, as honest as I believe he is, you know, I know that he does that, too. He, he's got people who are paying attention to certain things uh, and he talks about polling. Let me actually give you an example about this. Do you guys remember when President Trump introduced um, uh, uh, J.R. Majewski at that Ohio rally? I'll give you a minute because I'm sure that you do. Yes, Angel Wing. It's it's called two faced. Politicians are two faced. That's the thing. Yeah, I um, politicians are used card. Yeah, they basically are. 
They basically are. We, we have a bigger problem than, you know, this election. Our, our system is broken. Our system is irrevocably broken. People uh, build up these these lies based upon, you know, fake premises and fake promises. Anyways, <laughs> Rusty Koala says, I would vote that shirt in for Speaker of the House. Uh, let's start a campaign to elect me, Zach Payne, as Speaker of the House. I wonder if we could do that. All right. So, anyways, when President Trump introduced J.R. Majewski, he said that J.R. had been carving that name Trump in his fields and that J.R. was a farmer. Now, a lot of people heard that and they were like, well, J.R. is not a farmer. Why would President Trump say that? Well, President Trump said that because he was speaking to an audience largely made up of farmers. President Trump knew J.R. wasn't a farmer, okay, but he did know that he had uh, painted the name Trump in his large yard. So he took the subject matter of what J.R. did and he superimposed it in language that would more broadly appeal to the audience he was speaking to. And that action happens a lot in politics. This is just something that politicians do. It sounds odd. It sounds like totally wrong uh, when you just want to live your life and just be who you are and, and speak honestly. But it's true. It happens. So I, I would only I would only urge you guys uh, to remember that uh, we as the America first uh, MAGA wing of the Republican Party, uh, at, at some point, we are going to have to reach out and join hands with people that may not 100% be on the same path politically as we are, because we're trying to save America. I am willing to grin and bear it if it means that we can save this great nation. And, uh, you know, I may not like that Ron DeSantis is running for president, but I'm not going to hate him because of it. And I'm certainly not going to hate President Trump for running for president either. Anyways, I thought it was ironic that it was a message of unity and so many people were just really turned off by it. Um, let's just keep supporting President Trump and get him back into office. How's that? Okay, um, so we're going to close out the show with uh, several more stories about the slow and steady destruction of Democrat-controlled areas around the United States. Um, you may not, may not know that the investigation into President Trump under uh, the uh, district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is still continuing. Well, uh, it looks like there is a bit of corruption taking place. Gosh darn it. Surprise, surprise. Who would have ever thought that corrupt District Attorney Alvin Bragg would have corrupt people working for him? There is a uh, supervising detective working in Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's office, and he's been working specifically on the case of President Trump. Well, it turns out that he has been suspended because he has direct ties to Michael Cohen. Um, now, you may or may not believe that Michael Cohen hates Donald Trump. You might believe that uh, Michael Cohen is uh, playing a part. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Michael Cohen's doing, but 
he sure uh, has uh, has publicly stated that he wants to take down Donald Trump. This man's name is Jeremy Rosenberg. Make of that what you will. A detective who investigated financial crimes for Alvin Bragg's office. He was suspended because he was having contact with Michael Cohen. Now, of course, Michael Cohen turned on Trump. Uh, he testified against President Trump to this grand jury, and he was partially responsible uh, for these indictments that came against Donald Trump for crimes that never actually were committed. So this man has been suspended because he had a personal relationship with Michael Cohen, and that obviously could influence the investigation into President Trump, even though there are no crimes there uh, to get. But this is what you get in a corrupt and captured system such as Alvin Bragg's New York. Now, Chicago, uh, they are also fighting the race to the bottom very, very quickly. Uh, No, I'm sorry. This is uh, still New York. Uh, I'm not on Chicago yet. Uh, New York continuing their race to the bottom. Uh, They have become overwhelmed recently with illegal immigrants, illegal aliens that have come across the southern border that the Biden regime has refused to close up, despite the fact that hundreds of miles of fencing is still sitting down there on that porous border, just waiting to be installed. Uh, they've had to displace, hus- excuse me, they've had to displace homeless people from homeless shelters. They've had to displace tourists from hotels who could not come because the hotels were completely filled up with these illegal aliens. Well, now Mayor uh, Adams of New York is saying that they might have to start putting these illegals into private residences. They're going to give them damn homes. They're going to give them other people's apartments. Uh, this is an absolutely insane proposition. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that New York cannot sustain the housing that's required for all of these migrants. The city has supported more than 72,000 illegals. And Adams has announced that 50 faith-based organizations are going to open their facilities in July to also house migrants. And again, what about all the homeless people in New York? The homeless Americans, where the hell are they supposed to go right now? Well, if I were them, I would probably use it as an opportunity to get out of New York. Just don't come to Florida. Uh, He continued saying, it is my vision to take the next step to this, to go with the faith-based locales and then move to private residence. There are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms. They have locales. And if we find a way to get over that 30-day rule and other rules that our government has in place – we can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 billion maybe now, that we potentially will have to spend, and we will put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers, everyday houses of worship, instead of putting it into the pockets of corporations. So if you're a homeowner in the New York area, or you own an apartment, <clears throat> perhaps it's rent-controlled, but you have an extra bedroom, you too can house unaccompanied migrants uh, and adult migrants and get paid a small stipend by the city of New York. Now, good luck not getting murdered in your sleep by those illegal aliens, because as we know, uh, the people that are coming across that southern border are not the best types of people. All too often, they are gang members. Uh, All too often, they are uh, criminals. They are molesters. They are rapists. They are thieves. Uh, And uh, illegals are illegal for a reason. What we really need is for the federal government to do their job and to send these people back to where they belong. But we all know that's not going to happen under this administration. All right. Now, 
Moving on to Chicago. Uh, again, Chicago racing New York to reach the bottom of the pit. Uh, this past weekend in Chicago, I believe 42 people were the victims of gun violence. Here we have a, a disturbing video showing some young Chicago youth uh, and their efforts to murder people that I guess they don't like. Uh, this is apparently some type of gangland infiltration. Uh, these Chicago thugs use some interesting techniques to lay down suppressing fire uh, which resulted in the death of at least one 14-year-old boy. Let's take a look. Once again, reminding you that in Chicago, guns are illegal and automatic weapons are way, way, way illegal. Boom. So anyways, somebody's dead as a result of those kids shooting illegal guns. Uh, the problem is not the guns themselves because they would not have been uh, uh, registered or, or um, allowed to own those types of weapons. The problem is the destruction of the family and these kids being raised in an environment where they are told that something like this is acceptable, is permissible. Uh, these, uh, the, these children who are out there killing people have been raised by criminals and thugs that are the product of the Chicago Democrat system. The Chicago welfare state, not growing up with a mother, not growing up with a father, being raised on the streets, being, uh, uh, taught how to sling drugs at the tender age of eight, uh, killing people by the time they're 14. It's horrific. Uh, the problem is not the guns. The problem is the government. The problem is the leadership of these places. Cleveland is another horrible place if you have a family. Uh, in the last two weeks, nearly 30 children have been reported missing in the Cleveland area. Uh, at least 27 children have been reporting missing between May 2nd and May 16th. Now, the missing children in Cleveland is not a new thing. Uh, the police chief says there are always peaks and valleys with missing persons, but this year, it seems like an extraordinary year. For some reason in 2023, we've seen a lot more than we normally see, which is troubling in part because we don't know what's going on with some of these kids, whether they're being trafficked or whether they're involved in gang or activity or drugs. And according to the police chief, the majority of cases are likely runaways, but he feared that young teenagers could have also fallen victim to predators who could be wolves in sheep's clothing. There are a total of 56 Active missing children's cases in Cleveland as of mid-May. Mid-May. Most of these disappearances don't end up making the news unless there's an Amber Alert. Uh, and many of the cases can be difficult to solve because they don't have photos of the victims. They have no idea where these kids have gone. They've basically just disappeared. I would say that the likelihood of trafficking uh, or the murder and abuse of these children is quite high. Uh, and uh, if we go to another Democrat-run area in Portland, Oregon, looks like uh, there is a possibility that we could be looking at serial killer activity as well. Those children right now are missing. 
But if it turns out that those 56 some odd kids have all been murdered, the question then becomes, who is killing them? Is it one person? Is it a whole bunch of random killings? Uh, we've already seen these illegals coming across the southern border, murdering families, murdering children. Uh, it's very possible it could be coming from a number of different angles. But specifically in Portland, six women under the age of 40, dead within 100 miles of each other. Uh, and this is what is raising alarm bells that perhaps a serial killer is on the loose. Now, if you were a serial killer, let me ask you, where do you think you would go? Well, I mean, just based upon ease of access, I would probably go someplace where drugs have been fully decriminalized and you've got zombies laying around on the streets without any ability to defend themselves. It sure becomes a lot easier to kidnap and murder a woman if you're just grabbing a zombified woman off the street who's high on fentanyl or trank or some other type of uh, completely incapacitating drug. They can just be thrown into the back of a bus or the back of a, a van, drive away. Nobody ever knows the difference. And if they're drug addicts and they're living on the streets, they're prostitutes, they are uh, people who don't have any private residence, they don't have a job, they don't have an address where somebody is expecting them, it becomes very easy uh, to pick them up, take them off into the woods of Portland and murder them and then leave their corpses. Now, Five different law enforcement agencies are investigating these women's deaths. At least three of the agencies have said they're working with these others so they can determine if the cases are connected uh, and they do have a and if they have a single perpetrator. Now, in the most recent case, 22 year old Ashley Rial was found dead in a heavily wooded area near Eagle Creek on May 7th after she was last seen at a transit center in late March. I don't know what a transit center is. Is that like a truck stop or something? Uh, there was another woman, uh, Joanna Speaks. She also vanished in late March and her body was found in a rural area of Clark County on April 8th. She died of blunt force trauma to the head and neck. That's according to the Clark County Medical Examiner's Office. Of course, that is a homicide. Uh, another woman by the name of Bridget Webster was discovered April 30th, and the bodies of Charity Perry and an unidentified Native American woman were also found at April 24th. And then another one, Kristen Smith, was found on February 19th. Uh, all of these women... Young, relatively pretty. Uh, they all appear, well, except for that one, they all appear to have uh, dark hair except for this uh, uh, this redhead right there. Um, but again, I, I, uh, I go back to the ease of access. If uh, this is not the days of Ted Bundy where he would have to lure a girl into his VW bug and then beat her over the head with a club. Uh, in a city like Portland or a city like Seattle, all you got to do is just drive down the street. You know no cops are going to be out. Uh, you see a woman passed out on the sidewalk. You just get out, pick her up, put her in the back of your car and drive away. And there you go. Uh, everything is gravy. You know, the police have essentially, de well, the courts have decriminalized virtually everything. Uh, and in a city, in a community, in a state, in a nation where crime is not investigated, it's only logical that you're going to have people exhibiting really extreme behaviors like this. 14-year-old kids with automatic machine guns, they're not legally allowed to own, uh, shooting up streets, uh, children going missing dozens at a time, 
exponentially increasing because we're living in a nightmarish hellscape and serial killers on the loose in Portland. Finally, just want to say thank you to the residents of San Francisco uh, for sticking by their ideological guns and continuing to elect Democrats and socialists uh, because without you, the homeless and the criminal element of San Francisco would not have the ability to run amok in the way they have. Uh, people crapping in the streets, people breaking windows, people rushing into retail establishments and stealing as much as they want. You, the voting public of San Francisco, have allowed this to happen. And as a result, uh, their property values are uh, falling at a precipitous rate. $260 billion in value among the properties of San Francisco's elite have uh, been chiseled away in recent years, Uh, 16.7%. That is in contrast to a decline of 3.3% for the rest of the nation. That's uh, just about 13.5 percentage points over and above the rest of the country. I'd be interested to see what the uh, property values are in places like Seattle and Portland as well. Uh, in, uh, in, in, on Zillow, uh, they have projected that the value of San Francisco's housing stock was close to $2 trillion before that drop. Uh, they are losing population. The city lost over 65,000 residents. That's about 7.5% of their total population. Uh, this is the largest fleeing of this area in recent years. And according to the New York Post, more than 500,000 people, half a million people have reportedly left California since the beginning of the whole COVID-19 scamdemic. Uh, so this is only going to get worse. Uh, and somebody like Nancy Pelosi, who has presided over the destruction of California, uh, they're the ones uh, that can be blamed for that. Uh, so it gets now down to the end of the show, uh, and I want to bring this back to my point at the beginning of the show. People who have allowed things like this to happen, they have to actually feel, have to feel the pain of their actions if they're going to make a decision to change them. Uh, to effect change and to make something different happen. Either they're going to need to elect new leaders or they're going to need to put pressure on the leaders they have to change the laws or to put a, 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 a renewed focus on policing and uh, and ensure that criminals are going to be paying for the crimes they commit. Uh, if the liberal leftoids of California continue on the path they are, their homes will be worth nothing. They will be sharing them with illegal immigrants and homeless encampments will be the foundation of their, uh, their, their landscaping in the front yards. So terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, read off the final Super Chats over here on uh, Pilled and the Foxhole. Jay, thank you very much for the shades. Uh, Just Duckies says, much love and thank you for fighting for informing we the people. I appreciate you. Uh, Warrior Mima says, thank you, Zach, for always bringing truth. Much love and encouragement. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookies. Two cookies. EO2 Dave, thank you for one, two, three, four cookies. And then also a pair of shades says, if they just arrest all the pedophiles, the government would swing back to us. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, Mountain Lace, thank you for the cookie. Porpoiseful, thank you. Art Four Cents, thank you. Just Ducky says, I believe the Akron area is the second highest area for sex trafficking. Yeah, it's because they have uh, that uh, I-80 um, 
uh, artery that allows you to go west, you can go east, you can go north, you can go into Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's bad over there. Uh, and then Filter Dog One, thank you very much for the shades. He says crazy. All right, you guys, uh, I think that's all we've got. Let me just do a real quick check here. Uh, I don't think anything's happening on Cash App, but um, oh. I actually got some mail today. Uh, D, D had sent me a couple of $2 bills the other day, and I wanted to say thank you very much. Those are awesome. I collect them, and uh, I really appreciate your card as well. Um, also, I need to say thank you to Janet. Janet and Steve, you guys know who you are. Thank you for your kind letter as well. Uh, thank you to Lewis. Thank you to Lance. And I think, ah, and Marie. Marie in Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Let me see if she put her. Nope, just Marie. All right, you guys. So, yeah, Lance actually sent me some journals. Sent me these journals. Only my dog understands me. And then another one for um, for Lisa as well. All right, you guys. I, I really appreciate you all. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for uh, uh, the support that you're able to offer me. It means so much. I'll be back tonight on Baseless Conspiracies with uh, my friend John Harold on Badlands Media, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time. Hopefully I'll see you there. Good luck and God bless. I'm going to pass out the gold pills now.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.